welcome to episode 19 of Slay the Stars. Last time we had our meeting with the CN at the Garden and learned quite a bit about the inner workings of that place and the world at large. We got to see the monks and Zamira dismembered a... Uh, nope. We got to see the monks beat the shit out of a troll and Zamira comes in with the final strike. Yes, that. Zem and Char made their way out of the Garden, heading north to Morbale. It's dark. It's raining. You're running for your life. You can hear the wolves howling on either side of you. They're circling the wagon. The horse is running as fast as it can, but it's not fast enough. What are you doing? Panicking, probably. When the hell did this happen? What the fuck? Right now. What? Uh, um, I'm just probably, if we're still running and the wolves are running against us. You are in the wagon. The horse is pulling the wagon moving at full speed as fast as it can. So I'm probably just firing off tolls of the dead at the wolves then. Okay. So wisdom save, wisdom save, wisdom save. Okay. I'm doing uh, likewise, but I'm... Yours is attack spells. Yeah, except I'm not going to do that because I'm going to run out of everything. I'm going to ray up frost them. Okay. So, roll initiative. You have advantage. Mother! I have advantage? Yeah, remember? Is it worse? I rolled a two, and then I rolled a three. <laughs> that sounds about right. I rolled a 17. Okay. So with my plus one, it's a four. It's a four. Wait a minute. So then did we sleep? You did not. It is the night. It is that same night. That same night. You started to make camp. It started to rain, and the wolves came. You got in your cart, you started running. It just made them want to chase you more. And now you are surrounded. Shar, you're first. It's hard to keep track of the smaller wolves. They're fast. Even in the darkness, they're kind of, that you can see through, they are obscured in the bushes. But the larger wolf, the one leading the pack, the white wolf with red eyes, that one you can see. Every once in a while, it pokes its head out in front of the cat, the cart, moves back in, letting its children get in place. What are you aiming for? The red wolf eyes? I mean, yeah, that one told the dead, I guess. All right. That is a 20. Yeah, my DC is not that high. All right. You, the fr next time you see it pop out, you throw your hand out towards it and it just moves back in to the bushes before you your spell can catch hold. Who's driving this cart? Who's holding the reins? Hmm, I guess I am. I'm, I, I'm, this is a genuine questioning eyebrow. Is, <laughs> I the would... person holding the, the reins will lose their bonus action to keep control of the cart That's each hard. round. I would say that it would be me because you have attack spells and you can genuinely fire them off of the back. Oh, wait, animal handling? Mm-hmm. Pretty good, 17. All right. First time for everything. You are keeping the cart going in the correct direction. The horse is freaking out, but you're maintaining control. The horse will be able to dash this round. Yeah. <laughs> From there, it's the wolf's turn. You hear from the right side a howl 
loud and an answer from the, the left side, another howl. They start to move in out of the bushes along the sides of the cart, moving in towards your horse. Two of them are going to try to make attacks on your horse. Jesus, we're dead. That's a crit. Come on, that's an 18. No, that crit's a four. Portents. Ooh. So, Zem. <laughs> Zem, you see the the wolf lunge, and it's about to, like, latch onto your horse's nose to start trying to pull it down, and you immediately just focus everything in you, and it just seems to slide ever so slightly in the air and hit the ground. The other one, however... Let's get trampled, too. (laughs) No. (laughs) The other one, however, gets its bite in for eight points of piercing damage. Your horse screams in agony and is still trying to run. The alpha wolf is now behind you. Just keeping up, watching its children work as a pack. The horse is going to use its action to dash. Hiya. Zem, it's your turn. Um. How far does the horse get to dash? Uh, the horse is pulling a cart, so it's dashing about 60 feet around. So in its six seconds, it was 60 feet. Yes. And the, and the wolves are keeping up. Yes. Um, you can tell that the wolves are not expending themselves. They're not running at top speed. Um, all right. I will. Mm, the one that bit the horse. Okay. I'm going to ray of frost it. Okay. Um, it is a 10 to hit. 10 does not hit. It's tough to hit these moving targets while you're also moving. It just on the ground. Okay. Zem, that is the end of your turn. Char, you're up next. I mean, if I can see the, the red-eyed motherfucker, I'm going to try to hit him with total death. Okay. You search around looking. You yell to Zem, where is where is it? Where's the white wolf? And she points behind you. You look, you can see it. It's trailing the cart, just watching. Then I'm going to hit it if I can. Okay. You said Toll the Dead? Yep. Wisdom save. DC 13. 13 on the dice, plus one, yeah. 14. That's it. I'm going to yell back, throw something at it. Like, not magic. Okay. It's the wolf's turn. They start to funnel in towards the horse again. That one's gonna miss. Um, That one is gonna hit. So the wolf that almost took down the horse last time gets too excited, runs at the horse again, totally misses, but the other horse on the other side happens to catch it. Six points of damage. 
your horse is struggling. Another round like that, and it is not going to make it. You can tell. Whose horse is that? The alpha behind you is starting to make this yipping sound, almost like it's excited. And you hear the same sound being mimicked in the wolves around you. Horatio, no! Your horse. Oh, Char, I need you to roll me another animal handling check. Shit, biscuits. Um, 17? Yeah. The horse uses its action to dash. Zem, it is your turn. Okay. Um, so this time I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and use a spell slot. Um, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Um, and I'm gonna do that at a second level. Okay. Um an eleven. Eleven. I'm fucking useless. <laughs> All right. Um, nope, that's an action. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's okay. it. <laughs> okay. That's it. Your witch bolt strikes the ground and misses completely, blows a hole in the dirt. Back to the top of the round. Shar. Uh, I'm going to actually hold my action that if anything tries to attack the horse, I'm just going to cast Hold of the Dead on that. Try okay. to knock it off of its game. Well, you're in luck because the wolves dive in towards the horse again. You told the dead on one of them. That's a 12. Nope. So the misses. Okay. Roll your Hold the Dead damage. It is not. Were you hoping that before we started this, I didn't know there happened. were some <laughs> some actual hits? Because <laughs> thus far. Or necrotic. Wait. Yes. It was the right dice. <laughs> Wait for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. The you hear the wolf yelp, and it does knock it off its game. It kind of it moves away uh, back, shaking its head as this concussive necrotic bell sound goes off in its head, but the other wolf is still going to take a bite at the horse. And whiff miserably, and in that moment, the horse steps on it, and it's going to take four points Splat. of damage. But the third wolf moves up to take its friend's place. That is going to hit. You need this to be a two or less, or the horse is dead. If it's a three or four. <laughs> That's a four. With that, it leaps up, latching onto the upper body of the upper torso of your horse. You hear the horse blood curdling shriek and it hits the ground. Your whole cart starts to tip until you hit the ground. You're both on the ground. You look up and you see the alpha moving in towards the two of you. It hasn't leapt for you yet. It's just sort of stalking, watching. 
as you see the wolves in front of you start moving in to finish off the horse. Zem, it's your turn. Fog cloud. Okay. The fog, this dark, misty, inky blackness starts to spill out of your hands and everything around you is obscured. You can see each other because you were close to each other when you spilled out of the cart, but you don't see much else. You can still make out the presence of the alpha because it is white on this black background, but everything else is obscured. Anything else, though? Um, I'm just going to, like, grab my dagger and <laughs> hold it out in front of me like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, you scramble <laughs> to your feet, stand up with your dagger. Shar, it's your turn. Uh, I have my katana. I'm just waiting. And at this point, like, I know that there's a chance that we're going to die. I want to push the spells as much as I can because as of right now I am out of spell slots mm-hmm. I, I'm I just want to hit this thing as hard as I can with any spells that I can muster at all because if we don't we're fucking dead okay yep so I don't know what you want me to roll for that because I'm out of spell slots roll me a percentile die There you are. Thank you. 37. I don't know if we're playing Cthulhu rules. Shar, you're trying to muster anything you have left. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And it's not coming. You have your, your katana and you have your cantrips. That's what you've got. attack with a katana the second it comes into melee range. Okay. And I'm going to hit it with um, hands of harm when it does. Okay. The three smaller wolves are doing what wolves do to downed creatures and finishing off the horse, which has thankfully gone silent at this point. But the alpha moves through the blackness and is going to lunge towards you, Shar. You can make an attack on it. Yeah. Just swift. At disadvantage because of the fog. Seven. Hold on. Uh, Eleven. That does not hit. And it is going to attack you at disadvantage. That's going to miss. Uh, so it lunges towards you. You swing at it. It lands on the ground next to you. Both of you squaring off. Zeb, your turn. All right, then I'm going to Ray of Frost. Ooh, yay. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. And... Seven... Seven damage seven cold damage okay and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn okay you 
lash out at this thing with this burst of cold energy. It hits it square in the chest, and you hear it just make this low growling noise towards you, Zem. And now, even though it's squaring off with Char, <laughs> it's looking at you. Char, it's your turn. So it's within my melee range, technically? It is. Am yeah. I still at disadvantage? Yes. You put the katana. Oh. Uh, 17. That hits. If you yell out to me and say, I can't fucking see, I will drop it. I don't think that that's a bad... I don't think that's a good idea right now. No, I don't also... either. I'm just saying if you do, I, w- I would. Seven. Nine bludgeoning damage. Nine I hit points. it with bludgeoning damage. Did it die? Super dead. <laughs> and you guys, big conquering heroes. Good job. Cold and smacked it with a stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when you put it like that. <laughs> Char, you swing with your katana, cracking the alpha across the face. And this is the first time you hear it make a yelping noise. And at that, the other wolves, you stop hearing this like frenzied attack noise that they were making on poor Horatio and everything goes eerily silent for a moment. The alpha is still squaring off with you. Anything else? Sure. Bonus action offhand strike. Do it. Still a disadvantage. not hit. You try to capitalize on the moment and cannot. Zem, you're up. Um, let's toll the dead. Okay. Wisdom save. Oh, yeah. That's me. Oh. I will re-roll it. It passes stuff. Did it do better? You yeah, it thought. did. It did better. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just kind of like I don't know the space that we're in together. If I were to like slowly back up, if it's going to trigger anything. You start to slowly back up and you hear a low growling behind you. You turn around and the other wolves, two of them are circling around this way. And you can see in the fog, another coming around this way. They're trying to figure out what made their alpha yelp like that. Bitches. I want a molder. Would it take us all out of here? <laughs> Calm down, Shawshank. <laughs> all right. Is that the end of your turn, Zem? It's the end of my life, too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, fuck. I have a boat. I can. I'm a monk shit. I could have that. <laughs> You're a monk shit? <laughs> I have monk shit. I could have hit it. Continue. Continue. Your turn, Char. Again? Yeah. Fuck. All right. Katana first. 15. That hits. Six, seven, seven bludgeoning, offhand strike. That one misses. Key, second flurry blows. Okay. 16 to hit. Okay. Yes. It does? Yeah, 16 hits. Sweet. Biscuits. Okay. Four, five, six, bludgeoning damage, and then hands of harm, wherever that is. 24. 
five necrotic damage. Shar, I want you to to bring this scene to life for me. What does this look like? It's not dead yet, but I will say that when this is over with, it is going to be stumbling, struggling to stand up in pain. So because it's specifically unarmed strikes, I like to imagine that it's like key-infused magic. So where the spot hits, like there's green energy that pops out from that spot and starts crackling through the body. Okay. And that happens. And the Alpha is now struggling to stand. It is the wolf's turn. Two of them, seeing what's happening, rush in towards Zamira. And the third comes at you, Shar. We're going to do Shar's first. That is... I have an AC of 15. 17 to hit, so this one mm-hmm. hits. Uh, six points of damage as it bites you. Oh, it's going to be real bad. Did you roll disadvantage? Uh, they have they have pack tactics, so it's straight mm. rolls for them. Uh, and then two of them are moving in on you, Zamira. That's a 23 to hit. And a 12 to hit? Yeah, I have an 11. Armor, won't you? You cast it. Did I? Well, you no, cast it I didn't. In the morning. Yeah, I, I cast it earlier. I didn't cast okay. it here. So. Wait, but I think I have that as a reaction. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shield is reaction. You have a shield. I have shield. So I have. Oh, no, no. You do, you have shield. It has plus five to your AC. So the second one would miss you. Okay. Okay. So. Long, Captain America. <clears throat> that is. Seven points of piercing damage. To you, Zem. And I need you both to make strength saving throws. Seven damage. Strength saving throws? Mm-hmm. Why do you hate me? <laughs> Twelve. I rolled an eleven, so it's a ten. Eleven's the DC. Zem, you get knocked prone by this wolf. It's standing Makes sense. on top of you, growling, clearing uh, down with you. Shar. What a good puppy. <laughs> you, what a good puppy. You manage to stay up. Zem, it's your turn. You aren't, like, it's not grappling you. You can stand up. I'll get knocked up. Don't get up again. You should. You should absolutely fucking get back up. It's not grappling me. Um, I'm going to Ray of Frost it. Okay. It might, it might still hit. These are regular wolves with low ACs. Um, it, then it would have been a 13. 13 is their armor class. How did, oh. I haven't been able to hit 13 the entire time. That's because you're squaring off with a dire wolf. Yeah, you're welcome, by the way. Um, Slots a D8. Two points of damage. And your speed is reduced by 10. And your speed is reduced by 10. That was sad. And I do do stand up. (laughs) Okay, you stand up, dust yourself off. Uh, (laughs) There's a slight bit of frost sparkling on this wolf. Uh... Its nose is just dripping in gore from the horse, and uh, 
Oh, yeah, ew. Yeah, it's not a great scene. Char. Slip in the face. Just one that one went after Zem. Two went after Zem. You have the alpha and one of the smaller wolves with you. Two of the smaller wolves on Zem. Uh, one of the ones that went after Zem. The, the one that didn't knock her down, the one that's still circling. Is it damaged at all? Do you think? Do we think? Do we know? Like what happened? Uh, the one. Wait, what? Are both of them damaged? No. The only, one... No, no. Both of, the, okay. both of the wolves attacking Zem are damaged. The one on you is undamaged. Okay. The one that did not knock her down, the one that did not get hit with Cone or uh, Ray yes. of Frost, told the dead. Wisdom save. Okay. That's a failure. Cool. And it just crumples, blood leaking out of its ears. And Dead. punch to the alpha if he's in range. Alpha's still in range. I think that's a miss. 18 and a 5. And then one more key. Ooh. 15. That No, 15? Yes. 15 hits? hits? Okay. Yeah. Two, four. Four bludgeoning damage on the unarmed strike from the alpha. Describe how you kill. I'm just trying to knock it out like a haymaker. <laughs> okay, you come around, swing. This thing is staggered. It looks bad, and you just when you land this punch, you feel a give, and it hits the ground, sort of twitching a little bit, dead. Like I'm just trying to knock it out. I'm not trying to kill it, but if it's killed, that's fine. I'm just saying that like within like the adrenaline. Knock it out, face the other one that's still within my range. It's dead. And you've now successfully eliminated their pack tactics because of that. So, wolf's turn. The wolf against you, Zem, first. So it misses you. Char, the other one, is coming at you. I think both of them are probably going to hit, right? AC 15? 13 plus 4. Yes. There's a chance I go down. I have five hit points. Yeah, that's eight. Char. I'm out. Out. Down. Zem, it's your turn. I'm going to drop um, the... I'm dropping the fog cloud and I'm um, going out with Witch Bolt. Okay. Because I'm, I I see him hit the ground. Bitch. <laughs> um, sixteen to hit. That's gonna hit. And please, 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 please be nice to me. It's a four. That takes it out. <laughs> the other wolf on you goes down. Anything else for your bonus action? Um, I'm sorry. Where are we with wolves? <laughs> there is one left. There's one left. Um, it doesn't transfer, right? Which bolt is not that kind of thing? Nope. Char, death save. Seven. One failure. It is the wolf's turn. It just watched this lightning bolt strike down on its friend. Its alpha is dead. 
Shar is down. Zem is still up. Zem. Roll me an intimidation check. I'm gonna eat you and your whole family. <laughs> Good God. Fifteen. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> I'm gonna eat you and wear your skin. <laughs> It rolled a three. There's a, ch- <laughs> yes. there's a chance we are wearing good skin. So, like, okay, out. so here, let me let me paint you a word picture. So, when I see all this happen, I'm gonna turn to it and I'm gonna like crouch a little bit, and I'm gonna look it right in its wolf eyeballs, and I'm gonna go, "I am going to eat you and wear your skin." Lightning strikes behind her. The <laughs> way that an animal, like a, a like you've seen like lions and tigers and all that kind of stuff, like how they get low right before they lunge. Like, that's me. I will die, but I'm gonna freaking go at you. (laughs) Okay. The wolf starts to back away. And you see it move back around the cart towards the horse. It's keeping its eyes on you, but it seems to be moving away from you. That's its turn. It's your turn now. Shar's bleeding out. So keeping my eyes on it, I'm going to rush over to Shar. Um, or the cart. I actually don't know, because like I don't have the ability to heal. Like, period. <laughs> so I'm looking through his stuff for his kit. So he does have a healer's kit that he just got from the garden, the one that he was using to help uh, Jaya. And has five uses left. So you grab the kit, rush over to him, start bandaging him up. Am I able to use it? You are able to use it. But you can't bestow hit points to him. You can just stabilize him and stop him from making death saving throws. Okay, um, so that's my action. That's what I'm gonna do. I don't know. Like you're gonna, you're gonna say it in a minute. If we're out of initiative, like if the wolf keeps going and like leaving, I'm gonna start screaming for Amara. Okay. What are you saying? Just help. Like I, I'm, I'm, like, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> like, desperate. Okay. You're screaming desperately trying for anybody to help you are not a religious person but you're calling out to amara to anybody who will come help shar's breathing he looks bad and you hear a yelping noise and you turn for a moment you expect to see amara you expect to see some radiant being standing there but around the the cart you see a young woman step around she's short maybe like five foot five foot one she has a messy tangle of brown hair on her head sticks and leaves stuck all through it Uh, she's wearing clothes that look homemade from homespun cloth they're not they're not cut evenly they're not sewn evenly everything's a little crooked and she's carrying a staff and there's just the slightest hint of blood on it from where she must have bludgeoned that other wolf up there 
And she comes around to the side of the cart and she's like, oh, oh, dear. Are you okay? I'm okay, but he's not okay. Can you help him? Oh, 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 certainly. And Char, you are in and out of consciousness. You know Zem's there. You felt when Zem was trying to heal you, trying to stop the bleeding. And you feel a second presence there. And she she places her hands on your chest. And she says, don't worry. You're going to be okay. And you feel this magical energy pulse through you. Different from any you've felt before. Definitely different from your own magic and from Amara's magic. And very different from what you've seen Zamira do. And you All feel... Right. Judgy. <laughs> for... Oh, that's... A, I'm just not dead. A, no, that's a one. Uh, you heal for six. I imagine that, like, you're laying on the ground and when you start looking at us, I'm like... Like, tear streaks through blood that was dripped on my face from the wolf, like, when it was over me. And, like, I probably look like a monster. And you're like, <laughs> I think it's, like, really funny if it would be just, he jumps up just with a katana, like, another person just slowly falls over, <laughs> passes you, right back out. You go to jump up that adrenaline immediately coming back, Char. And this woman... She keeps her hand on your chest and she says, no, no, stop. Slowly, slowly. And she'll stand up and she'll sort of help you up, but with the intention of trying to get you to sit down um, near the overturned wagon just to calm down. Okay. want to set the DC. We'll just call it 12. Okay. You got it. You sit down. (sighs) Okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like brushing like your hair from your face and... Yeah. Are you? I'll survive. Okay, good. I'm going to look around like the alpha's just still just slumped over all the other wolves are too. Yeah. Uh, the three, the four that you killed are fine, are dead. Their bodies are there. And the other one that was killed by this woman is just laying next to the, uh, the horse with its head caved in. Just quick glances. Do any of them look patchy or necrotic? All of them do. I was going to go wear its skin, but I changed my mind. (laughs) Yeah, taking a minute to look at them, they all have that same look. Not as far gone as the troll, uh, not even as far gone as the crocodile. But that just leads you to believe that this was not a one-time event. This was not some sort of nuclear meltdown that everything sort of spread out from. This is an ongoing, yeah, this is an ongoing issue. Uh, And the woman who saved you is just standing there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, certainly it's, um, it's very, it's very dark. Do you want to come to my home and stay for the night? It's just up the road. I think 
That's probably for the best. Yeah, I'm going to take stock of everything. Like, the horse is far gone. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the the rest of your stuff is spilled on the ground. You would not be able to, in the current state that you're in especially, you would not be able to carry. You had a ton of supplies in there. Uh, I'm at more along the lines of, like, could we at least, like, pull the cart? Or is the cart fully damaged now? The cart is pretty wrecked. Yeah. So, like, even if we set it upright, it wouldn't matter? because You could turn it over, and you could make some checks to try to fix it, to make it work. But it requires, like, a horse to pull it. Maybe the two of you, the three of you might be able to pull this thing if Char wasn't half dead. So, any perishable shit we should probably leave and, like... Everything else we should take well, with us. We gotta, is, um, we'll carry as much as we can. Well, yeah, correct. But I just mean, like, when we have to make that choice of what stays behind, it should be the, like, um, any food. Things like, that we wouldn't care if they got stolen before we get back. Correct. The okay. replaceable stuff we should leave and then anything else. Oh, your spell paper. Your spell paper. It's in the bag. Okay. Um, the disguise kit we'll keep with us. That's in a trunk, isn't it? Yeah, you have a disguised trunk. A whole ass trunk. It's like a whole ass trunk. Uh, the, the woman says, um, I can, we can come back tomorrow for this. I'm, I could help you pull the cart then, but we shouldn't do this in the dark. Just take what you need, absolutely, and we'll come back. Nobody should be along this road in the night. I doubt anything will be stolen. And unless it's food... I don't think the creatures are going to get it. Then we'll grab the apples. Uh, there, there was apples, right? I'm not. Okay. Yeah, there were apples. I'm not misforgetting. So, like, I'm I'm wearing. I'll get like our our bag with our clothes. My my normal bag, mm-hmm. your normal bag, and I'm probably completely loaded. <laughs> With I'll carry as much as I can, even if I like have to double up loads. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Because I'd rather you have more hands free to cast than I would. Okay. Doesn't matter. I'm out of spell slots. So. We used to have cantrips that are attack worthy. Like really. Anyway. The two of you walk with this woman, and you're scared. After everything you've seen in this forest since coming here, even along the road between the two cities, it's been bad. She carries herself with the air of someone who is at home in this place. And even with all the horrifying things here, she's not scared. And she turns over her shoulder and says to you, my name's Kailana, but you can call me Kai. Kai with a K or a C? C. Like Cayenne? Mm-hmm. What are you both doing here? It's it's so late. We are we're traveling north. Oh. Um We just got attacked on the road after we tried to make camp. And it went south. Yeah, I can, I can see that. This was, this was a bad idea. The two of you shouldn't be alone. 
I'm, I'm Charlie. It's nice to meet you, Charlie. I'm just not going to say anything. She doesn't question it. She just sort of takes it in stride, gives you a moment, realizes you're not going to say anything, continues on. Um, my, my home's just up here. I'm sorry, I don't have a spare room or anything, but we can make you a, a comfortable place near the fire. You're both soaked. That would be very generous. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Uh, as you approach... Does she live in a windmill? What? Does she live in a windmill? We're not killing any children in this campaign. <laughs> as you approach her home, it is very much a wooden shack in the woods. Major creepy hag vibes from this place. Uh, she opens the front door and you walk in looking at the outside expecting something terrifying. But finding the inside actually very homey, the inside of this space doesn't match the outside. There's a beautiful stone hearth with a fire crackling away and a big black pot bubbling away with some sort of stew. She has a, a couch of sorts there with layered with blankets that look to be homemade. A little, she's not the best seamstress, but she makes do. There are drying herbs and things hanging all around in her room. A big table in the center with all manner of things set out. Uh, and you notice that there are three bowls with cups around it. Oh, were you, were you expecting someone? Oh, um, yes. I think I was expecting you. Uh, us? Like us? Like, like, what? like my face? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know who to expect, but when I was... When I was consulting uh, my my teacup earlier today, uh, I just saw something there that led me to believe that I would that I would have company for dinner. And there would be three of us. You know what? Sure, I'm gonna walk inside. What um what tea did you use? Um, I actually grow my own tea no i um i use a mint oh that's very good i i've never uh i've never done the whole mint in tea thing i always feel that mint is like a slightly overpowering flavor i like to taste the earthiness like a mugwort like a mugwort tea oh yeah yeah that is real earthy i've tried that once uh, I couldn't get past the taste, but um, I hear that it's supposed to be perfect for this. That is how I felt about mushroom teas. You know, it, it's all the rage now. Oh, I haven't tried that. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it is not good. I don't know why people enjoy it. I, don't know. I, I mean, I would, I would try it. I mean, with enough honey, you can make anything taste good. But what's the point? You have honestly? honey. Oh, yes, I, I keep bees. 
Kai, you are fascinating. Shard is just like drying out his clothes at this point. I'm like, already. I feel like I've dropped all my stuff and I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> Shard's just going to go, okay. <laughs> he picks up all of Zem's stuff out in the doorway. I actually, you got very lucky. I, I was expecting company the whole day and nobody materialized. Uh, and then I just, I had this feeling that, that somebody needed my help. And so I went out with the intention of, of running with the wolves, and then I found wolves, and, and you. That pack was very special to me. I'm really sorry. No, no, they were, they were clearly, they were clearly too far gone. They're... Have you been seeing a lot of that? Because we've... Yes. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It seems to be spreading from the south. Um, well, it seems to be more in the north. Like, the further north we go, we see more and more of it. Well, I think that there's just more and more of it everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. I imagine that the two of you came um, from, from Saltspire, from the, the Twin Cities area. You just, you have that look about you. Is there a look? of that we'll get rid of it real quick no it's it's the nice clothes and the the general demeanor sure looks down there's still like claw marks from the troll and, and yeah. bite marks and everything else it's just like yeah okay yeah i mean you were you were coming north um when you have such nice clothes on i just guessed i think that whatever this corruption is has been coming from more southwest from the bellwood oh but i haven't I don't have any way to contact the speaker there, so I... Speaker? The speaker of the forest. What are... What... What... Uh, uh, what is that? Oh, you don't... You've never heard of this place? No. Do you want me to make Would tea? we have... Would I have? Both of you roll me history checks. Uh, probably just a six even. Eight. Yep. Neither of you have any idea. You may have heard the name in passing, but you don't know anything about it. Um, well, are the two of you hungry? I've been, I've made soup, soup famished. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to dry the clothes if you don't mind. Absolutely. Spread anything else you need by the fire. So in a, in the least creepy way possible, as she's moving about, I would I'm I would like to study her. Like study her face, study her movements, study her like frame. Um, because I want to check the cards to see if she's on the cards, but I'm not pulling out the cards. At least not yet. Okay. So I want to like commit it to memory so that I can accurately look later. Okay. You study her for that reason. You notice that she moves very gracefully it's it's similar to the way you saw when you saw the thieves moving in ocean guard people who are used to moving their bodies to delicate movements to controlled movements she moves like someone who's ran with wolves and who just lives a life in nature sure-footed and she walks over to the fire 
uh, opens the kettle, starts filling uh, three bowls with this thick brown stew that has mushrooms and potatoes and different vegetables from her garden. No meat. Um, what? So, okay, so in school when Zem was in school and specifically when she was like an initiate when she was brand new one of the first um like some of the some of the first classes that they all take um are various history classes and it's been established that I didn't pay all that much attention because like whatever I didn't I didn't need to Mm -hmm. um but the types of magic that previously existed in the world does would I would they have been taught or would that have been deemed like pointless because the way that the school is set up is like yes you have like specialties like where I've gotten to and like my like divination is my specialty but they at first just taught like just magic Mm -hmm. so it wasn't really like split up the way that yeah uh druidic magic would not have been taught Okay. In your school. Uh, it is magic derived from that connection with nature uh, or from a deity devoted to nature. You're unsure which. But either way, it wasn't considered a magic that you can, like, study. Okay. And so it wasn't taught at study. Okay. Okay. Um, so I... Um, you're right. I did... We did... I did come from the, one of the Twin Cities, and I I was at the school there. Um, and I see like a lot, a lot of familiar things here. It's kind of cool and comforting. Oh, yeah, I, that makes sense. Um, I'll, we've had our run-ins with people from Stellium in the past, long ago. They don't usually mix with my people well any longer you were never there you were not at the school you oh didn't? no 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 i'm i'm actually from the bell the bellwood myself i just moved north to learn and to to see new things someday i'll return though um but that's what and the two of you eventually sit down and she gets you glasses of water to go with your stew uh, which is very tasty and she says the bellwood uh is is an an area of nature and the people who live there my people we we try to respect the the forest in a way that the empire just can't so rather than fighting their rule when they showed up on our doorstep we just We struck a bargain with them that we would harvest resources ourselves to send to the empire as a sort of tithe, and we would agree to be a part of their empire, but they stay out of our business, and we don't bother them. They don't bother us. We send a member of our people to their council, and things are are generally okay. So you're all mutually neutral. Yes. Yes, we try to remain neutral in all things. Our primary goal is to protect the forest. 
This is probably the first time you've seen Char casually take off the arm wrappings that hold his tattoo. Like that to, but he's not hiding it. It's not that he's not hiding it anymore. It's just he was, he feels comfortable in this situation to remove them. When you do that, she immediately sees it and she's, oh, you're from the garden. Uh, prior. Oh, oh, oh. I also moved positions, much like you, to pursue different things. I, I understand. I just, well, I don't mean to pry, but when I saw, when I healed you, I saw that you had um, a a religious pendant on. You're familiar with the garden. Yes, I, I live so close. We have, we have a relationship. Uh, I, I trade with them sometimes for certain things and I help them learn about the different plants that they grow and generally get along very well with them. And I've probably indirectly had your teachings. <laughs> well, I hope you learned something then. I do. Shara's actually proficient with herbalism, so yes, you did. Okay. I didn't realize that there was groups from the Bellwood. Oh, yes. So uh, I'm sorry if I seem uh, ignorant to your people. I apologize. No, that's, I mean, we are a fairly insular people, so uh, there wouldn't be much for you all to learn about us anyway, just that we exist, I suppose. But you, you said you have a member on the council? Yes. Yes. Uh, Elowen, currently. What, uh, do they also reside in the Bellwood or do they stay within the Empire somewhere else? Oh. I, I don't know how that works for you guys. I know most of the council has their own quarters, other places. Yes, it's it's very difficult for our people to be away from, from nature for so long. Being stuck in Salt Spire is terrible. So uh, we generally hold elections uh, every five years along with the rest of the seats. Uh, and we make sure that a new person wins each time so that nobody has to stay there for longer than five years. Is Kai human? She looks to be human. Um, can I help you with anything? Like, oh no, dear, you look terrible. You you need to get some sleep. No, it's it's okay. Are you are you hurt, girl? Are you? No. By the time I got there, you had mostly dispatched them. I was just cleaning up. I think, and you see, like Charlotte, kind of like solo a little bit. Just, I think dispatched is the wrong word. Yes. Uh, I I am sorry. No, there's... Please, if I had seen them in that state, I would have done it myself. Is that... <sighs> I'm sorry. Can I brew you tea? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, let, me, let me do it. Let me do it. Uh, and she gets up. She goes over. She puts a little... A smaller kettle, a tea kettle on the stove with some water and you see her start sprinkling some different teas, different flowers. Can I watch you? Can I learn from you? Like what tea you're putting together? Of course, please come over and roll me a nature check. Shara's going to use the healing kit on himself. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. You see her put some mugwort in and you see her then add to that to kind of offset the earthiness. There's, some flowers, some dandelions and things like that to add a little bit of a, of a neutralizing flavor. 
and she adds that all to the water, swings it over, lets it start warming. The two of you will be safe here. Uh, the creatures here, I have a relationship with them. We respect one another. They won't come inside. Even the blighted. Oh. Is that what they're called? Well, that's what I call them. We, uh, we've run into, uh... I think the Grand Pumbaa also called them that. <laughs> the, the Grand Pumbaa? I'm not, I'm not sure. She's, uh, making fun of me. Oh, are you, are no, you the I'm Grand Pumbaa? I'm making fun of them. I was being nice. I'm who's, not. Who's them? Oh, you, you came from the garden. I don't, I did not enjoy my stay there. I could see that. They're, um... They're stuffy. They have a lot of rules. They do. I have, um, I don't really know why I'm telling you this, but I have an issue with authority. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I also don't like to live by other people's rules. That's another reason why I'm not in the Bellwood and why I'm here. I wanted to experience life by myself. I find you fascinating, Kai. I find you fascinating. I don't get company very frequently. Most people see the outside of my house and just as fast as they can drive by. That's fair. That's sort of the vibe I was going for. Yeah. It's a shame. Could see myself in a place like this someday. You can always come be my neighbor, Charlie. (laughs) I I think I would like that. One day. And she cleans up everything, gets the teacups out, pours everybody some tea. She places a little jar of home-collected honey on the table for you to sweeten your tea with. Uh, And she busies herself going and finding blankets and pillows, and she starts laying them out on the floor near the fire. Um, And she sits down to finish her tea with you. Is there anything else you want to ask her before bedtime? Tell me a bedtime story. I'm laying on my stomach and, like, kicking my feet. (laughs) Sarah's just going to cut up some apples. Actually, no, I really am going to say that. Tell us a story. I'm not going to say a bedtime story. I'm just going to say, tell us a story of your people. I'm sure, I was going to cut up apples and dip them in honey and offer them to Kai as well. You cut up the apple and dip it in honey, and she's like, oh, this is so good. We actually don't have many apple trees in the area, and well, we'll, she'll eat a we'll couple. Leave, we'll leave some plenty with you before we go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. A story from my people. Well, you know, well, I guess you don't know, but my people weren't always from this place. The story goes that long ago, we were brought here by one of the deities, uh, Faunum, one of the few that is still worshipped, I believe. Uh, and they brought us from from another world, from another place where, where magic, the likes that we have, is common and normal. And they wanted to take a piece of that specialness and insert it here. And they 
they placed us in the Bell Woods so that we could spread our magic throughout the world. And in that place, as a reminder of our home, there's a tree, a world tree. It's huge, larger than anything you've ever seen in your life, bigger than the tallest building. The, the leaves and the branches seem to spread out all around and hang down. And there's always a glimmer of light in the branches. And it's said that that tree is not just a reminder of our true home, but is actually a way for us to go home if we ever needed to. It's a portal to another world. Whoa. Yeah. How, how would you use it? How do you... Honestly, there's so many of us who have spent their entire lives dedicated to trying to figure out the, the mysteries of the tree, and none have been able to yet. But someday, someday they'll figure it out. That's so cool. People at Stellium, people who focus on arcane magic, have an idea that 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 magic is a science, that it's quantifiable, that with enough components and enough math and enough thought, you can make anything happen. But I'm sitting there nodding like, yes. <laughs> and then you say, but, and I'm like, wait. But Oh, damn it. We're not on the same side on this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but things... Things have an aura about them. There are, there are threads in the universe. You can find a way to pluck them. Those vibrations can make ripples that make things happen. Hmm. Can people learn how to do that? Learn is an interesting word. Because it's not something you do with your, with your mind. It's something you feel with your body. Sure, it's just kind of nodding. You become in tune with those things around you, with those forces around you. And with enough time, you can, you can figure it out. But that's enough. The two of you need to sleep. We can talk more in the morning. Where are you headed next? We were headed towards more bail. Oh, it should only take you maybe, well, on foot. It'll be a little longer. Uh, I'll, I'll help you repair, and hopefully you'll be ready if this happens again. Thank you. Yes, of course. So the two of you lay down in front of the fire. Kai. Uh, yeah, yeah? Before we go to bed, I had a... You're pretty in tune with nature and the seasons and clearly you're well patient enough to keep much of the herbalism that you do and bees and we think we saw a star disappear the other day hmm. did you take any note of that I track the movements of the celestial bodies nightly and I've noticed nothing like that 
I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You've been very kind. It sounds to me like somebody was using a powerful glamour on you. Hmm. I'm going to stand up. I just need some fresh air, if you don't mind. Certainly, but please don't don't wander far. I won't. He's just looking out. He's just going to look up at the stars and see if there's anything he can see. Roll me either nature or history. Nature. Seventeen. You look up at the sky and all of the stars are there. They're where they should be. They look normal. But something catches your attention and you you call Zamira out and Kai, they come walking out and the three of you look up and it strikes you, um, Char, that you are a few days away from the summer solstice. Zamira, you would be having that feeling as well, just from all the talk of the solstice and stuff that happened earlier, when he points up, you notice where the stars are. We're only, a, we only got a couple of days. When did that happen? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess in the middle of all the turmoil and all the running and fighting, does it seem reasonable that it is the solstice, or does it seem like time went? No, when we started, it was the end of spring. Like thinking back, like it would. Be. No, it makes sense. You've just lost track of time. Uh, and Kai's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, the summer solstice is almost here. The time of plenty will be here. Uh, a lot of the places, uh, including Morbale, they'll probably be having a a summer a summer fair of sorts. The the first large um, harvests." Will be coming in. Hmm. I think you're right. I think we do need a rest. Yeah. yeah, please. And the two of you go in, start laying down for the night. Um, Kai walks over to her bed, which is on the opposite side of the room, and she lays down and seems to fall right asleep. Is there anything the two of you wish to talk about? Before drifting off to bed. Um. Not in here, I don't think. Is it weird that I feel comfortable in here? I do too. I'm good. I'm just, it's been so long since I've felt comfortable anywhere. I'm just going to go with it. Okay. I'm going to turn over and go to sleep. I say with quotes. Um, I'm going to wait a little bit and make sure that Zem falls asleep pretty even keel well you're gonna hear me shuffling around because i want to try and sneak those cards out of my bag and i want to flip through those cards and see if i see her in there well i'm gonna roll a wisdom see if i can even stay awake i cannot that's a natural one (laughs) sharp falls asleep i was gonna say shar's not gonna be able to stay awake very well zem you pull the cards out of your pocket and you're flipping through quickly and 
you find her, she's there. She's the hermit. Instead of the old man with the stick and the lantern that is usually depicted on this card, you see Kai there wearing her same mismatched clothes, carrying her quarterstaff that you saw her with earlier. The lantern is there. However, uh, in the lantern, where there's usually a six-pointed star, there are five. It's a five-pointed star. Five-pointed star or there are five stars? It's a five-pointed star. In the lantern? Yes. There should be six. It's typically six, I think, is a fair. Yeah, it's typically six. Um, all of the car- stars are very common on a lot of the tarot cards, but it's almost always six. And for this deck, it has been five consistently. Zem, you roll over to show Char, and he's already, like, <sighs> passed out. Um... Aside from my normal sarcasm, I'm just going to kind of, like, smile and tuck your... Like, if she gave us blankets, I'll tuck a blanket yeah. around you. If she didn't, like, your cloak, whatever. Yeah, she did. She gave you blankets. It's pretty comfortable. I mean, for sleeping on a floor, she tried to make it as comfortable as possible. And then I'll just put the cards away and put the uh, bag, like, under my head. And, like, I, I'm comfortable here, but I trust nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go to sleep, too. Okay. You both head to sleep for the night. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Let's see. Put there, put there, and... Oh, my phone. Yellow. Hey. Ah, uh, hell yeah, I want milkshakes. When do we get... Uh, yeah, I could be ready in five minutes. Sure, hell yeah. A.I. Arthur Online Persomnia Ad Astra Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening.